Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What, I was, what I've been looking for is more of a reaction. Okay. Because I think that's something you can't... Like a reaction on your side? Yes. Okay. I want to be able to feel something when I'm with that person. Ah... So like butterflies in your tummy? No, just like... it, it can be anything. It could just be feeling happy, Welcome to Getting Carried Away, the podcast inspired by everyone's favorite TV series, Sex in the City. Getting Carried Away is a podcast where women can tell their stories of love, relationships, sex, and everything in between free of judgment following each episode of the Sex in the City series. I'm your host, Jessica, a self-proclaimed die-hard Sex in the City fan. Join me each week as a guest and I will watch an episode of Sex in the City and share our personal life experiences based on the content of that episode. My goal is to provide a safe, pro-opinion space for women to share their experiences, critiques, and feelings while connecting through our love of Sex in the City so we can all unleash our inner Carries, Mirandas, Samanthas, and Charlottes. Let's get carried away together. Hello, beautiful people of the world. Welcome to season one, episode four of Getting Carried Away. I'm your host, Jessica. I am so excited to share this episode with you all, and thank you to all the listeners that are back again for more. I have a very special guest for this episode. She is my very good friend, Cindy, and she was picked specifically for this episode because of her experience with dating across the age pool of men, and I can't wait to have her share her experiences with dating 20-something-year-old men to even 40-something-year-old old man. Cindy also brings a very different perspective on dating compared to myself, which I love because diversity in conversation is what makes this podcast amazing. So without further ado, let's get carried away. Hi, everyone. I'm here today with my special guest, Cindy. How are you doing today? Pretty good. It's sunny. It's Monday. I know. Summer's still around. Like, I love it. So we're here today to talk about Season 1, Episode 4 of Sex in the City. So Episode 4 is called Valley of the 20-something Guys. We start off with Carrie kind of like giving this once upon a time in this big city thing again um, about how she keeps running into big all around the city and they, I guess, like are like accidentally dating but are not actually dating, how she words it. And it's kind of interesting because like, I've never had, like, such an interesting encounter with a guy before where, like, I'm constantly running into him. I don't know if you have. Like, has there ever been kind of, like, a recurring man that would just, like, constantly show up in, like, random situations? Like, I've heard of things like that happening. Not so much random, but more um, they were friends of friends and you would just end up meeting each other often because you're in the same social group mm-hmm. that has happened but yeah. it was i think it was more intentional oh, okay so it was like more planned out it wasn't like hey like getting out of a cab and you run into yes yeah, that, that is something happened that in tv shows yeah i know but like i kind of wish it was a real thing you know i think that's so fun cindy you're so real with it okay okay <laughs> think about it for a second if you actually had that happen wouldn't it creep you out just slightly maybe a little bit but i feel like I, it would really excite me i'd be like what is this guy doing that's like he, what, that's- only if he was hot Otherwise, oh, it yeah. would be creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he was an ugly dude, no. 
they decide, moving on, like, they decide that they're going to do, or, well, Big decides that they're going to do this drink thing. So, as Carrie, like, I guess describes it, it's not a date. It's a thing. It's a thing. Exactly. And I guess, like, my question would be, like, define a date in this day and age. Like, what does that even mean? Because, like, Charlotte says a thing where a thing comes before a date. But, like, what's, I don't know. Like, what's the thing that comes before a date? Like, what's the thing? I don't get it. Checking? Checking? Yeah, I guess that's, like, the new term. I heard, like, people use the word chopping before. And I, heard, I have not heard of that one. Really? Okay, because I haven't. I think it's, like, the weirdest thing ever. I haven't heard of checking before either until, <laughs> very, I think, um, a couple years ago, maybe? Right. So, like, you're, so I guess, like, we're saying that the thing is basically the thing that happens when you decide you want to date that person. Right? I think that's right before. I think this is checking or the thing mm-hmm. is right before and you're getting to know them a little bit better to see, do you actually want to spend more time with this person? I see. So, that's what I would think. Okay. Okay. I think I agree. Yeah. So like before the date, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Got you. And then Miranda goes on and says that she and Skipper are doing a fuck thing. <laughs> I guess like... A thing is clearly a very definitive term for these ladies. Like, they just get it when they say it amongst themselves. But I feel like times have changed where, like, a thing is no longer a thing anymore, right? Like, what do you think? It could be. It could be. It could be. Where it's more of a fling and you're just... I guess Miranda's thing, it's just for sex and that's it. Yeah. Okay. And she... I think things means that there aren't as many attachments where you aren't kind of no strings type Mm -hmm, of thing. That's... mm -hmm. That's my interpretation of it. As we talk about this, um, we come across Charlotte's new boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) The perfect guy. Exactly. The perfect man. And he has the big three that Charlotte's looking for. Looks, manners, and money. Oh, and a a commission, apparently, because he's going to buy her art or something like that. But, like, do you have a big three? Looking for is more of a reaction. Uh Uh-huh. Because I think that's something you can't... Like a reaction on your side? Yes. Okay. I want to be able to feel something when I'm with that person. Ah. So like butterflies in your tummy? No, just... It it can be anything. It could just be feeling happy, feeling good, feeling anything. Mm Mm-hmm. A thing, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Just a thing, but any. (laughs) You know what? I think for Charlotte, looks, manners, and money, I think those three things are just like so typical of like her and a lot of other women too like would you call her shallow something like that like it's just i think it's very realistic it is it's those are things that she realistically wants from her mate Mm -hmm. and yeah like because like when i first watched the episode i was like oh my god like that those are such like surface things i just i just remember like making a face when i was just like oh that's so okay but at the same time yeah those are things that are quantifiable and you can look at someone and say yes they have those things that's true that is true guys she used the thing word in a very very (laughs) smart way i love that (laughs) oh my gosh no this episode is so relevant guys the magic of sex in the city okay so moving on so like charlotte and miranda are talking about you know this guy and then i think this is where miranda talks about skipper and her being a fuck thing and charlotte makes a comment and says Younger guys are so scattered and unfocused. I don't know why or how you could date someone like that. Agree? Disagree? Depends. Depends. I disagree. 
largely because every guy is different.、Mm-hmm. You can meet someone that's much older and still not know what they want in life,、mm-hmm. or someone much younger where they're. I want. I've met guys where they're in their twenties, early twenties, and they're like, "I want to get married. I want to get married by the time I'm twenty-six. I want children by the time I'm twenty-eight." They're. It's very structured. They know exactly what they want. Wow,、right? where are these guys? Like. <laughs> Where are probably, you meeting these guys? <laughs> probably taken now. now. <laughs> probably like living their life stream and like. No, one has not. One has、oh. not. I know that one has not. Ah, you're keeping because... them in check.、Hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> so it it, I think he just likes the crazy girls, and the crazy girls don't fit into what he wants in like a future mate as a parent. Oh. So. Oh, young man, gotta look elsewhere. Well, he's not young anymore. That's that's besides. Oh,、point. old man! Gotta look <laughs> elsewhere. Like bad. <laughs> that's so funny. So, like, you obviously have dated like, you know, across the pond in terms of age. Yes. Right. Do you have a preference, like younger, older? Like, I think you're like the most open-minded woman ever. So age, not so much. I do agree with the idea of scattered and. And not focused, but that not, would drive me insane. Yeah, but not for a certain age group, though, right? No, because like, everyone's just, different. Yeah. So、mm-hmm. you can be in your twenties and know exactly what you want, or you can be older and still be scattered and unfocused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no age limit for like scattered brain and focused、no. men. That's so unfortunate. You would think that like guys would get better with age, but not all the time, right? Like that's so sad. <laughs> but it's it's the same with women. Nah,、uh, I guess no girls are better. <laughs> Just shamelessly saying it out loud, but hey, yeah. So okay, moving on, we get into the club or the restaurant. This new opening, this fabulous place that Samantha is doing the PR for, and Carrie is making a comment that you know, Big, Mr. Big is late, and she so old-fashionedly, <laughs> like circa '90s, gets out a payphone and checks her voicemail. <laughs> Okay, I for one have never done that before. Isn't this the pager? I is it the pager days? It might be. I thought that was the pager. It might be a pager day. Yeah. No, totally. I just I just don't see her being the type that would afford a pager because she's so freaking poor. Oh, maybe. I have no idea. To yeah, she's like so broke all the time. I mean, she has gorgeous shoes, and I just don't、That's、see where her. It's all exactly. I just don't <laughs> see her investing in like. The newest tech, whatever that was back in those days, you know. Okay, so maybe it's just a voicemail. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But like, <laughs> yeah. So she gets on a payphone and she's calling up her voicemail, and we don't hear what Mr. Big is saying on the phone. So she says that he said that he can't make it or something, and she can't figure out whether or not he can't make it as a friend or as a date. And she grabs a second opinion. So obviously, her second opinion is, of course, Miranda. And like every second opinion <laughs> for everything, you need for like doctors, real estate, even men, you need to know. Girlfriends always have your back. And unfortunately, Miranda says she can't figure it out. And she was like first in her litigation class. Like, come on, Miranda, be better. But no, Mr. Big is like next level. You can't figure him out. So she claims that she can't figure out whether or not. Big is meeting up with her as a date or as a friend. So, have you ever been in a situation like that where, like, you're meeting up with a guy that I guess you kind of like, but you haven't figured out if you're dating or you're just friends? How does that feel? Like, do you? I think that feels the worst. Right. That uncertainty is、yeah. the worst、yeah. because you don't know exactly how to act 
what they're expecting, what you're expecting. Exactly. It's the worst. Like, I mean, I feel like the weirdest part is when, like, you have to come to pay for the bill. Like, you know, do you split okay. bills? Okay, I've always like... split bills. It doesn't okay. matter. But, like, if he insists on paying, is it, does that become a date officially, or is it just, like, a friend thing again? In university... Okay. <laughs> I have a story about this. Oh, In university, um, there's this one guy that used to take me out to lunch all the time. <gasps> I did not pick up on this hint. I know! I'm the worst! Oh my god! I know, I'm the worst. So it was really funny, actually. Um, It took my mom, she's like, I think he may like you. I know, I know. It was my mom. Oh my gosh! Sydney's mom had to drop her the biggest hit. What did you say? What did you say? I had to ask him. Because you weren't sure? No! Even after all of that? Well, okay. Wait, how old were you? Uh, in my 20s, I guess. Okay, how 20s. old was he? Was he older? No, he, we were the same age. Okay. Same year, university. Okay, fine, fine. It's just, he did not have the guts to tell me. And that made me so annoyed. <laughs> <sighs> Where is this guy now? Let's find him. I have him. no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. He dropped off the face of the earth. I really have no idea. Probably for the better. Probably for the better. <laughs> I mean, like, a man who doesn't come clean about his feelings for a girl at that age. Uh-uh. No, okay, his crush also, this, the reason why I did not pick up on this was because this whole thing started, I was dating with someone. I was dating, I was seeing someone. Oh, and he knew about it. He knew about it. Okay. And we, we would still go for lunch and he would pay. So, like, what do you want? I don't understand, like. Yeah. What? Okay, but Cindy, though, when, like, a guy takes you out for lunch that many times, it's kind of I, not normal. Okay. <laughs> Uh, fine. <laughs> Retrospectively, I agree. Yeah, so just say, okay. At I, the I take, moment. I take back my last comment about the guy. Sorry, dude. <laughs> it's Cindy's fault. <laughs> wow, that's that's such a sad story, though. So, I, so back to the, your original question about mm-hmm. hints. Yeah, I'm the worst. It goes over my head. I, okay. I will not know. Okay. You have to tell me up front. Got you. Got you. So, like, no mixed messages, no, like things just is it a date or is it just a hangout tell me now or die (laughs) essentially yeah Yeah. (laughs) love it okay so moving on um carrie's just like okay whatever moving on with the night gonna make the best of this night even though mr big's not showing up and we meet john with no h which is i guess like the chef or the owner of the restaurant that's opening who is also sleeping with sam nice (laughs) (laughs) and we also meet his friend sam which is carrie's younger guy in this episode they meet and obviously he's like this cool young dude you know super cute um kind of like this bad boy vibe right like like he just doesn't have any goals oh he's just kind of like living in the moment like doing whatever the fuck he wants which is wonderful when you're 21 or like maybe 19 but like when you're 26 and older should probably drop that act by now and like get a real job make some money have some plans so <clears throat> sam totally strikes me as that like 21 year old guy that at my age night right now i would stay the fuck away from because <laughs> i just don't have patience for that but anyway moving on so carrie makes comments about sam's life as a younger guy and he and she, makes a, and she makes a comment about how younger guys are always in the inns with b-boys. So bouncers, busboys, bartenders, baristas, whatever. He's just connected in the bro world. Mm-hmm. Oh, and on top of that, they have cute butts or bodies, I guess. 
we see Skipper come over with a rum and coke, and Miranda's just like zero. Yeah, zero fucks given. I hate rum and I hate coke, but thanks. Okay, wonderful. And Sam, being as hooked up as he is, brings over a martini. And the part that I, that made me laugh the hardest was when Miranda passed the rum and coke back to Skipper and just grabbed the martini from Sam. I was just like, thanks. I'm just like, what? Savage. What kind of a drink are you are you down for? Rum and coke or martini? Or something else? Old fashions. I do know you like old fashions. <laughs> yes, you have mentioned. You drink like an old man. <laughs> I do. I do. I like the whiskeys. I like the... You're like a Mr. Big, but in a woman's body. Uh, sure. Yeah, because I think Mr. Big is like a cigar old-fashioned kind of guy. No? Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. So... Big shows up at the club, finally, and basically tells Carrie, I gotta leave right now. And this is when Carrie makes a comment and says, men in their 40s are tricky, complicated, and you're never sure you got the right answer. He's just like the New York Times crossword puzzle. With your experience (laughs) with dating older men, do you agree? Or have you been in a situation where a guy in their 40s is like, kind of being really, really vague with what he's saying to you? No. No? No. Like, they're all really straight up with you? Okay, I've only dated someone that much older right now. Right. So that's how I figured out why you gave me this episode. (laughs) Uh, No, I actually, I find, uh, so I'm dating someone that is in their 40s, and he, he's very straightforward. Oh. Yeah. That's lovely. I guess that comes with age, right? I should hope so. I should hope so. Like, but I disagree. I don't think it's, it comes with age. Oh, okay. I think that some people, even if they're 30s, 20s, whatever age, mm-hmm. are very straightforward. Mm-hmm. And the guy I'm dating right now is very straightforward. So lucky. Oh my god. So, moving on. We're jumping back and forth between age groups right now. So, we're going back to 20-somethings. <laughs> Guys. Um, we go into a 20-something club because I think, like, Sam said it was kind of boring or dull in that restaurant opening. So they go into the younger guys' categories. This is where Carrie starts naming the different young guy categories, like the groovy guy, the jock guy, the corporate guy, the underage guy, and the really good kisser guy. Do you think we're missing any categories? Or do you think, like, there are new categories that you can think of that she's maybe missing? I think there should be one one extra, like, category, which is, like, the waste guy. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but can you spot the waste guy? Some, You know what? You can't really spot them until you start talking to them. Exactly. So, because the episode was you can spot these guys. True. Maybe, like, true. the artsy guy? Was Did she name an artsy no, guy? No, she didn't. Like, she said the groovy guys, but, like, they're not really, they don't really count as artsy. But I feel like you can, you can spot the artsy yeah. guy. Yeah. You can definitely sc- spot the artsy, artsy guy and, like, the music guy, like the guy who plays the guitars and like tries to be an Ed Sheeran or something and just isn't really working out. I mean, I'm sure lots of girls love that shit, but like, no thanks. <laughs> As the night goes on, um, I guess Carrie's like spending hours and hours making out with the Sam dude and she wakes up in her bed after two hours of sleep because Sam wakes her up. Not the guy Sam, <laughs> but Sam Jones, our favorite Sam. Um, calls her and says that she's been fucked in a million different ways. <laughs> I was watching this at my boyfriend's house, okay? Oh my god, what did he say? No, this was the worst. So he moved back in with his parents because they weren't doing well health-wise. Oh, his so, parents were home? His mom was at the oh table! Oh my god! 
You should, guys, you should never watch Sex in the City with, like, in-law family members around, okay? It's just the worst decision ever. Her eyes bugged out. It was hilarious. <laughs> I, I, st- I paused. I'm like, maybe I should not watch this here. Maybe with earphones next time. <laughs> I was doing my assignment, and then <laughs> I was—I got bored of doing my assignment, so I pulled out the episode. Okay, wait, did talking. she did she say anything? Though? No, did she just not stop. Oh, okay, she just laughed. Okay, she's a cool mom. <laughs> they like so they start talking about how Sam's been fucked sideways, forwards and backwards, upside down. You name it, she did it. And I guess like guys in their twenties have no inhibitions. Stamina. Ah, that's what it is. <laughs> It's not inhibitions, it's stamina, guys. They last forever, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they last forever. Is it really? I don't know. You don't know? No, I don't know. Are you sure? Are you lying? <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> this is where Carrie talks about how they're just kissing. Like, her and Sam spent the entire night kissing. And I do have to agree. Just kissing sometimes is so much more fun than actually having sex. Like just a full-on makeup session? No? Yes and no. Yes and no? Yes and no. You've had bad kissers, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Def- definitely not okay. <laughs> a really good kiss. It goes a long, long way. But anyway, um, this is where Carrie starts talking about men in their 20s are the new designer recreational drug. And I guess, like, they're each kind of... All of them are kind of exploring their... I guess, like, younger guy generation, like, Miranda with Skipper, and then John No H with Sam, and then Carrie with the guy Sam. And, like, it's kind of funny how, like, they're all kind of experiencing them in kind of different aspects, where Carrie's kind of, like, playing around with the idea, like, having a fun kind of surface flirtation with this young guy with just kissing. A thing. Yeah, a thing. And then Samantha's kind of full-on just all the way having sex and zero fucks given, shameless. And then Miranda's just having a fuck thing too, but not as wild. But I also think she's kind of playing around with this idea of maybe Skipper can be, you know, a boyfriend of hers, right? That she can groom into somebody? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, or like later on in the episode where she talks about how, oh, maybe someone better will come along. I feel like she's kind of messing around with that too. But I feel like out of everyone, like, Carrie's probably the one that's actually fully analyzing the whole situation and thinking maybe Sam could actually be a real potential boyfriend. Yeah, that's too much work. Right? That's too much work. (laughs) No, I got my own life to deal with. I I don't want to deal with someone else. Yeah, you know what's funny? Like, I think this episode really kind of shows, or even just this whole season, it really kind of shows how much more free time Carrie has, like, in comparison to to all the other women. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, like, she just has, like, a lot of time just, like, thinking about things, which is lovely, but jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and as we continue, like, her kind of, like, thoughts, she talks about how um, she doesn't know what younger guys like about older women. And this is when we cut to all the younger guys <laughs> playing basketball. And I will name them. Jake Lewis says, they're so grateful. Every nice bullshit thing you do is, like, throwing food to, to the starving. And then Rich Stein, they give great head and know a lot about wine. And then Tim Walker says, they remind him of his mom. Okay, guys, don't ever say that about a woman if you meet them, please. It's super creepy. It's super wrong! <laughs> and then Skipper, they know who they are and they know what they want. And I like that. I think that's like the best answer. 
And then Fred King, being 17 years old, and says, smart pussy. Wonderful things, minus the mom comments. But in your opinion, what do you think younger guys like about older women? Confidence. Confidence? Confidence. That's true. There's less of that, oh, do I look fat in this? Oh, do you like her more? There's less of that. Yeah, like... I I I should hope so anyways. (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) So, like, like, for me, I think, like, guys probably, in younger guys especially, I think they see that older women are less jealous about things. Like, they're not as, like, picky, maybe. Maybe they get more picky, but I don't know. But, like, I think they're more open-minded because they've been around the block a little bit more. And personally, like, being older now, not that old, but older, um, I don't have time to be jealous. <laughs> like, I don't have time to compare myself with another woman. So, we cut to a new scene. Um... Carrie and Miranda are walking down the street, and Miranda makes a comment that says older guys aren't as va- aren't as available as younger guys. This is where Carrie kind of, I guess, says out loud if there's a, like potential for a relationship to blossom with a younger guy like Sam. So, first of all, do you agree with Miranda's comment that older guys aren't as available? Yes and no. <clears throat> It'll just depend on what they're doing. A lot of times they're more established, so maybe they have more time, or they're um, further up the corporate ladder, and mm-hmm. there'll be less time. Mm-hmm. Just depends. What about your guy? My guy makes time for me. I'm actually the busier one. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cute. Oh my gosh. What? He actually, he, that's so cute though. I, I'm the busier one. I do a lot of volunteering. Um, I'm taking classes. So he's the one that will make time for me. I think that's like so hard to find nowadays, guys. Listen to that. Men make time. Make time. (laughs) But, like, this is where, I guess, like, Miranda kind of dismisses the whole idea to Carrie that, like, the younger guy, Sam, should be a thing. Like, I I don't know. I almost felt like she was like, oh, it's just a fling. Why would you, why would you, why do you care so much? Just have fun with it. But then it's almost like she's kind of setting up Carrie for a loss. Like, okay, older guys aren't available, so Big's not on the, on, like, you know, not available for you. But then there's Sam. So just have fun with it. But then it's like, can an actual relationship with a younger guy like Sam be a thing? Like, I really think Carrie's totally out of his league. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. If he stopped being a waste guy, then maybe yes. She used the word waste. (laughs) Well, that's how you described it. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I'm going to use. Mm -hmm. No, like, but then do you think, like, someone like Carrie can actually, like, invest in a guy and, like, mold this young kid into, like, a better man? Like, is that what a guy like that needs? Like, is that even possible? Have you ever done that? Me? No. No. That's too much work. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe Carrie, because she seems to have so much time on her hands. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel like... She doesn't have the attention span for it. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I feel like for Carrie, like, she kind of dabbles with the idea of possibly doing it. Like, being, like, this mom, almost. Yeah, it would be like a mom. Yeah, she yeah. would kind of be like a mom. And then she tries it and she kind of like, okay, fucking no, forget it. Like, I'm not doing it, you know? Like, she, she, I feel like she's just very open to, like, trying it for, like, two seconds. And then if she doesn't like it, she's like, yo, I'm out. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, so like this is where Carrie leaves Miranda and basically meets up with Sam at Banana Republic, I think it is. Yeah, so. she she blows off Miranda for lunch. 
Because uh, she had an editor meeting. Yeah, that she canceled to go hang out with Sam. Okay, shame on you, Carrie, for, like, blowing off your girlfriend. But, okay, fine. For a cute guy, I guess, maybe. But, like, not okay. (laughs) (laughs) And they're shopping at Banana Republic. And they run into the change room. And I guess they start, they can't keep their hands off of each other and start making out. Do you ever have a change room tryst, Miss No. No, no, that's disgusting. No. (laughs) Guys, you just see Cindy's face right now. It's like the best thing ever. I'm disgusted. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have to complete. I have had a bit of a change room tryst in my life. Yeah. Not a Banana Republic. Don't worry, guys. You're safe. But I'm not going to say where. (laughs) But yeah, you know, it was actually kind of oddly exciting and fun, though. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's like... Because you're you're that... Just the hint of getting caught. Exactly. That makes it slightly exciting. Yeah. I'm... I'm you know, I feel like you should try it. Ah, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> She's like, I'm too fabulous for this. <laughs> I'm too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. You're not that much older than I am, are you? No. I turned 30 this year. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks. Thanks, Jess. No, thanks. Cindy, I love you. I love you. Thanks. You're, you're never too old for me. You're fabulous. <laughs> you're like you're like a lovely wine. You get better. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. This is my favorite part of this episode. Like, legit favorite part. The topic of anal sex. <laughs> Guys, this is like conversation need. Okay? So, Charlotte, the most innocent, lovely goddess of this crew says that her new perfect boyfriend, so perfect that he is, is asking her for anal sex. Okay, number one question, Cindy. Have you done it? No. Really? Yes. Seriously? Seriously. Why? It's just never come up. I don't know. Really? I love that. I love how none of the guys have asked you. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's just never happened. It's never happened. No. Interesting. Okay. So I have. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. But anyway, moving on. The most important question is where Miranda asks, will he respect you more or less if you did it? I should hope you're not sleeping with someone that doesn't respect you, full stop. It doesn't matter whether you do it or not, just they should respect you. Hashtag preach. (laughs) I love that. That's so true. But like, do you you ever, like, do you think that she maybe has a point? Like, I mean, clearly Brian said that, like, Charlotte's guy said that he really likes her. Mm Mm-hmm. And he wants to try anal sex. Is that? Do you think that that's coming from, I really, really like you, that's why I really want to try this with you? Or is it coming from, I don't really give a shit about you, so I'm just going to try this with you? I don't know. You know have <laughs> they been dating long in this episode? I don't know, actually. We have to go back to our notes. I have to, like, rewatch this episode again. But let's hope that he bought the art first and then actually asked her to do this, because, like, at least make a commission first and then... Offer of anal sex? I don't know. <laughs> but you know what, though? I really think that that's, like, a really important question. Like, I feel like the anal sex topic is, like, such an untouched topic. Like, I don't think it's something that really comes up in a relationship. I mean, you've never even done it before. Yes. Sorry. Not not that that's a bad thing. But, like, I don't think it's something that couples are comfortable talking about unless they've been together for a very long time. And So, it- I only asked about the how long they've been together because of her list this is her like top three things actually i think they haven't been dating a long time because at the beginning of the episode she was introducing yeah i think so yeah so the my <clears throat> thing about it is that she's asking whether he respects her i feel like having to ask that may imply that this is maybe not as serious or this is not mm. as 
maybe he doesn't respect her in other regards and so now she's worried if she does do this he'll respect her even less yeah because like i think like she i guess felt pressure that if she did it she'll be the up the butt girl and then if she didn't do it he would dump her i feel like that's like a horrible place to be in number one like fuck that guy for like making you feel that way exactly number one and i guess like number two my question would be how far along in the relationship do you think it would be appropriate to do anal sex I don't think it matters at all. It depends on how comfortable she is. Clearly, mm-hmm. she's not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So she probably needs a lot more time. Or she needs a more comfortable space with him in order to do something that she's uncomfortable with. Right. No, you're totally, absolutely right. But this is where, like, Miranda makes a really funny comment. Like, I think all of those these comments <laughs> come from Miranda, and she's amazing for it. She said that it's all about control. And then Samantha says, a whole is a whole. Just do it. <laughs> Just, like, so awful, but, like, so typical of Sam. But, you know, first of all, I don't think a hole is a hole, okay? I think, like, there's differences, different variations of each hole. (laughs) Yeah, what's your thought about that hole is a hole comment and, like, being in control during sex? Is it really that complicated or should it just be, like, how Sam says it's a hole? Well, for her, definitely that's what it is. She she didn't... In every single way possible. Yeah, she did like she got fucked like upwards, sideways, backwards, front ways, whatever. <laughs> so for her, that's her. That's how she feels about it. But I think for Charlotte, because this has this is something she doesn't do or hasn't ever done, she's uncomfortable. So a hole is not a hole to her. Mm-hmm. What about you though? The man that you're dating now. It's been it's been a while. Six months. That's a long time. <laughs> In this day and age, like, six months is, okay, you know, it's great. But let's just say at this point in the relationship, he's asking you for anal sex. How would you feel? I think I would be open to try it. Ah, okay. Largely because I don't have the same qualms that Charlotte has. Mm -hmm. Does he respect me more or less? He respects me irregardless of whether I do this or not. And I know that he loves me. So I don't think that would be a question. It's more of... How comfortable in that moment do I feel about it? In, in more like physicality, not so much like your comfort zone, but mm-hmm. more just, okay, that's painful. Let's stop here. Uh, okay. It's more like that. Okay. So like basically you want to be able to comfortably say, okay, I changed my mind. I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, I know that I would yeah. be able to. Okay. I feel comfortable in where I am with him. Ah. So moving on. Carrie gets out of this lovely cab ride and she meets Mr. Big for a drink thing that they've been talking about forever. And she shows up with Mr. Big and his friend there. By the way, his friend is like a dick of a friend. Just so rude, inappropriate. And what the fuck, Mr. Big? Like, honestly, this is where I was like thinking about how when you meet a guy and you meet his kind of dicky friends, doesn't that kind of, like, put, like, a negative impression on the guy? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's almost like his weird resume for me. It's like, this is the circle that you surround yourself with. Because your friends are a reflection of who you are. Absolutely, because it's, like, your environment, right? Yeah. So at that point, I was like, I don't even blame Carrie for being as classy as she is and just dropping money and being like, absolutely, I'm out. So she decides to walk 48 blocks of Sam and has what I would call a drug-filled rose-colored glasses experience with Sam. (laughs) Like, I guess this is where we, like, I guess realize that Carrie actually really does like Big. 
And I think, like, her emotions really kind of came through in a very kind of destructive way where she felt really upset that, like, Mr. Big showed up with a friend like that, just disregarded their drink thing and just made it into this awkward social gathering with this rude friend. And she goes and meets up with Sam to kind of take the edge off, right? Such a druggy term. (laughs) So this is where I ask you, have you ever been hurt by someone or have been in a situation where you felt upset about someone doing something stupid and did you ever kind of lash out in your own personal way do you regret it if that's happened it has so there was um i liked this guy for a really long time and he even introduced me to his friends group and so i became friends with one of the girls in this group and i thought we were friends until so i cried with this girl i told her everything she knew exactly how I felt. He knew exactly how I felt. Um, I guess we were a thing. We weren't really dating, but we weren't just friends. So you guys were intimate? Not quite. Okay. But it's more like I knew his soul. So oh, okay. it's, it's intimate in a very not physical way, but I knew everything about him. Mm. So what happened is that I knew it was very unhealthy for me to stay in that kind of situation. So I basically cut him out of my life um and so one day i i felt like i was friends with her i didn't want to just lose a friend over a guy it's not worth it so i messaged her a couple months after cutting him out of my life and she tells me oh we're dating (gasps) so it turns out apparently she has liked him the entire time the entire time oh my god so the thing is that you can like him. I do not care. That is your prerogative. But the thing is that I cried with you. I told you, I, I bared my soul to you. And I was not having any of it. So I just cut out every single one in that group. I refused to talk to them. I was at a wedding this weekend and he was there. Oh my God. And I would not talk to him. I, I wouldn't go like, oh my I God. saw him and I just walked away. Yeah, no, good for you. Are they still yeah. together? I have no idea. I don't okay. care. Mm, that's good. But yeah, so it's, it's, I don't even care. He can choose whoever he wants. Mm-hmm. I believe in love. I would never, ever st- stand in the way of love. And it just felt really, I felt really sad because that means that they must think that I must be so, this horrible person if they chose not to tell me. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Like, so like, your your way of lashing out was just basically cutting them all out? Yes, and I have okay. no regrets. I just no cut regrets. every single person out. Um, so this was the other thing that I felt really hurtful. I spent so much time with these people. We went to Korea together, and during that time, no one told me that they were dating. Oh, the stabbing in the back. So it's just, it's not worth having these people in my life. I have no regrets. Absolutely. No, you do you, girl. You do you. <laughs> I like that. So I guess like this is where, you know, the morning after, or actually let's backtrack a little bit. Carrie's talking about how amazing it was, how she's like in this crazy, crazy high of a night with Sam. And then she wakes up. Whoa. It's like 180. The apartment she was in is not like this magic carpet ride anymore. It's this dingy, disgusting, fucking 
place of an apartment. First of all, okay, guys, really, if you exist like this and live like this, ugh. Ew. Right? Ew. It was actually disgusting. Like, it was actually, like, next level gross. I couldn't even, I couldn't even. But this is where, I guess, like, she wakes up to, I guess, a morning of shame. <laughs> and just, you know, we all talk about, like, walk of shame. But, like, the moment you wake up and you're like, this is, like, the grossest place ever. I would, like, I need a shower. Like, right away. So, like, I guess, like, my question is, have you ever woken up to a situation? Or have you ever been in a situation where you were like, shame? No. <laughs> Definitely not. No. Oh, my gosh. Like, I could just see her regret. Like, when she goes to the bathroom and there's no toilet paper. No. And he And he uses the toilet paper to make coffee. Oh. Oh. God. Don't drink Ew. the coffee, guys. Like, disgusting. But I guess, like, this is an important experience for Carrie because she obviously gets out of that, removes herself from that situation. And, you know, a blood, like, basically splurges on another addiction of hers, which is shoes. And then she walks for God knows how long. And kind of reminisces about her life and acknowledges an important chapter in a woman's life, which is where you outgrown the boys of your past, but you haven't quite grown into the men of your future. Have you experienced that chapter, Cindy? Have you been there? The boys of your past? I guess that was the guy that I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. So that group of friends, they do everything together. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I don't need this. You can live and die together. You do you. I'm going to walk away from that. <laughs> so you've outgrown those people. And oh, yeah. you're like, I'm looking for better people. Yes. And I only want the best people. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. It's not just for boys. It's just, like, your friend circle, your inner circle, the people you just want around you. I think that's really important, for sure. That it's not just about boys. That it's actually just friends, women men whatever you know you always everyone in your life exactly everyone in your life you only want the best people and so i think that's totally fair for me i feel like i haven't actually experienced a chapter where i've outgrown the boys in my past i mean i feel like my taste for guys have changed like have grown have improved i hope oh my god <laughs> like you know being able to spot waste boys the moment you talk to them i think that is an important skill to have when you're like in your mid-20s hitting your 30s right like i feel like you should have like more higher standards for guys you you're not okay like I, personally i am not okay with guys with no plans and no job <laughs> like unless like you're ill-equipped in some way where you can't get a job there's no reason for you not to have a job so like yeah it's like those things like I have I guess like a Charlotte big three checklist you know you have to have a plan in life you kind of have to have an idea where you're going or else don't even talk to me <laughs> don't even look at me but yeah I think like I've outgrown certain like taste levels looks even I think have improved I hope I never had a thing for looks yeah I can see that I can see you're you're, you're very more about like their center and like it, no, it, a lot of it, yes, a lot of it is because it's something that doesn't really change. Mm -hmm. If, like looks, right, you're talking about? Looks will change. So your feelings, how you ah, feel. okay, got you. Th those things that are in their personality and how your personality mingles with theirs or how yours reacts to theirs, that doesn't really change. Mm -hmm. It might evolve over time, but the, the core personalities that people have are very hard to change. And I find that 
if I look for those and what I can feel from those, then I'm good. Ah, okay. So the education, the uh, having a goal, the focus, all of those things fall into that in the sense that if their personality isn't a certain way, chances are I won't react to it. Cindy, <laughs> Cindy is so much deeper than I am. Like, I'm just kind of like, okay, got to have some kind of looks, got to have like this and that and jobs. Like, well, come on. <laughs> so this is where we wrap up the episode where Carrie runs into Big at this restaurant with that like douchebag of a friend who has a lovely woman by his side for some weird reason. And she figures out a crossword puzzle word. I guess the word was hinge. And it's like a five letter word that means to bring together. I did not know that that's what that word meant. I clearly have not finished a single crossword puzzle in my life. So I thought that was like so well done, so well played to how she closed the episode with to bring together like, dude, you still owe me a fucking date, bro. Like, I would have just walked away. Really? Yeah, this isn't worth it. This this anyone that causes you to question your sanity is not worth it. So he's causing her to make huge mistakes sleeping with Sam, um, going to buy shoes, walking 40-something blocks in $400 shoes. No, not worth it. Crossed out. Done. (laughs) Not worth it. But, like, I guess, like, the fact that she was like, oh, you can catch me the next time, I think had significance to her leaving money. So it was like, you owe me for this one. But that means that she has hope that she'll see him next time. But one can always have hope. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I guess. Right. I, I want to be positive for Carrie. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe she'll figure it out. Yeah, maybe she'll figure it out. Like, I mean, I feel bad that she had to, like, lash out the way that she did. I wish she didn't have to sleep with Sam to, like, realize that she's outgrown that phase where she can just sleep with younger dudes. Not that that's a bad thing, but in, like, disgusting apartments. Anyway, so I guess, like, Mr. Big comes full circle, finally realizes, okay, I do owe this girl a date. Or a thing, sorry. And it says, just you and me. And she's like, call me. And she walks away and she looks back and says, damn, if I didn't look back, it would have been so cool. I actually agree. I do too. Yeah, she shouldn't have looked back. So we're coming to the end of this episode. Thank you so much. There you have it. Thank you for getting carried away with us. If you like what you heard, then feel free to tune in again next week for our next episode. And if you have any stories or thoughts about today's episode or anything you would like to add that we've highlighted in our chat, then please feel free to comment or drop us a DM to let us know your thoughts. Don't forget to like and subscribe and find us on Instagram at The Carried Away or like us on Facebook at Getting Carried Away at the podcast. And we'll talk soon. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.